What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we're going to start in L.A. today because something funny happened. So this time yesterday, I was talking about how the Dodgers pounded the Rangers by a score of 12 to 1. Well, then the following day, meaning, you know, Saturday, Saturday's game, the Rangers turned the favor and they won by a score of 12 to 1. So 12 to 1 was a score on both days. It's just that the Dodgers won the first day and then the Rangers won the next day. So we'll start with that game. So Rangers pounded out a win. I mean, they pounded out 12 runs against the Dodgers at Dodger Stadium. It was a great game for Texas, obviously. Colby Allard started the game, starting the game just an hour away from where he grew up. So it was a hometown game for him. He had a lot of family and friends in the stands. And fortunately, he was able to give them a good outing. He's really calmed down. He's really settled down into a nice piece for the Rangers because, you know, he was a former member of the Atlanta Braves and then didn't really have they didn't really have room for him, kind of. I mean, he was kind of lost in the mix. A very highly heralded prospect coming up. But once he got to the big leagues, I know there were some concerns about his his uh, reduced velocity over the years compared to what he was throwing like when he was drafted out of high school. But nonetheless, he seems to have settled down with the Rangers because, I mean, if you look at his numbers this year, he has a 2.91 ERA. Last year was a forgetful year for him. So right now he's at 34 innings pitched on the year. Last year he through 33.2 so basically exactly the same amount of innings as last year but last year he had a 7.75 era this year he has a 291 era it's it's a complete 180 for colby allard and you know not just last year the year before and you know the i guess 2018 was only eight, eight innings pitch but on his career he has a 565 era so you can definitely see that this is a breakout for him he's starting to come into his own and learn how to pitch because remember he is still just 23 years old so this is somebody that the Rangers are, are going to lean on. I mean, a, a young starter, hopefully, who has you know a long way to go to even develop, to continue to develop. It's, it's great to see him do this, especially against the best, the best lineup, potentially, perhaps, in baseball. But yesterday, he beat Trevor Bauer. Bauer went six and a third with four earned runs, eight strikeouts. But... You know, it wasn't enough. I mean, the blue, the the, the bullpen even blew it further. Um, not that it wasn't a big, it, it was it was a big deal because the Rangers already had already scored enough runs to win this, and the Rangers pitching had locked down a good Dodgers lineup all day. The only run they got was a solo home run off the bat of AJ Pollock. That was it for LA. So, big nights from you know Nate Lowe, three for five with a homer, and home runs from Jonah Heim as well and they did have did they have another home run yes a two for three night with a home run from pinch hitter jason martin so uh, a lopsided win at chavez ravine but going the other way this time if we head out to minneapolis the twins beat the astros by a score of five to two and jose barrios set the tone so, I mean, following his four inning-ending strikeouts, he would always skip back to the dugout with a spring in his tab. I mean, you, you could tell that he was, he was feeling good yesterday. Eight punch-outs on the night. And like I said, a bunch of them to end the inning. But seven innings and two earned runs for Jose Barrios. And for the Astros, Luis Garcia went four and a third with three, and a th three earned runs. But five to two twins victory. They got a home run from... Jorge Polanco. 
both Astros homers were solo sh- runs were off of solo homers. Kyle Tucker and Robo Garcia went back to back in the seventh inning, but that was all that Houston would get. If we head to Chicago, got the Cardinals Cubs rivalry. A bit of a, I don't know, I'm not going to say it's a friendly rivalry, but you know, it, it's a rivalry for sure, but it's not like a, a hostile one like a Cardinals Reds or something like that. But it was, it was the Jock Peterson show uh, yesterday for sure. I mean, he was, he, so first of all, I will say that Wrigley Field has been packed. It looks like a full house out there, and, and it's, it's really been rocking, and they've been having a good time. They've been enjoying. But Jock Peterson, only one hit in the game, but it, it, it was a big one. It was a big one in the, um, in the fourth inning, his ninth of the year. Jock is leading off for the Cubs. You know, he's always been a good leadoff hitter, honestly, even going back to L.A. because he gets on base. And he hits righties very well. This year, he's getting a chance to play against both lefties and righties, but and his numbers are decent. He has a 779 OPS on the year. Nothing to scoff at whatsoever. It's pretty solid. But the Cubs do jump all over John Gant, who only lasted an inning and two-thirds, gave up five earned runs. Kyle Hendricks went six innings with two earned runs for Chicago. And then... Heading to, heading out to Boston, the Vlad Guerrero Jr. show continued. He hit he had his twentieth of the year, and the Blue Jays just continue to to hit the ball recently. I mean, seven to two was the final score yesterday. In addition of Vlad, Biggio, Semyon, Bichette, and Reese McGuire all went deep for Toronto. Nick Pavetta took only a second loss of the year, five innings, six earned runs, but Blue Jays win that game by a score of seven to two. And if we head to New York for the Metropolitans, so the Mets beat the Padres by a score of 4-1. to one. Marcus Stroman punched out 8. And, yeah, I mean, he, he, rode, he rode some great vibes, as he called it. He called it great vibes for yesterday's game, yesterday's game to a win. And um, two-run home run. So two-run homer from Francisco Lindor. And he continues to turn things around. You know, after ice-cold start to the season, this past Three weeks or so, he's been he's been really good. He's been really good. So two run homer from him, and um, he he continues to 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 be fine. Fernando Tatis gave the Padres their only run with a moonshot, a solo shot to left, and um, that was that was good for his 18th of the year, off of Mark 18th home run of the year. He hit off of Marcus Stroman. Where else shall we go? Where else shall we go? What other? Let's talk some. Okay, so the 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 walk off magicians, the Oakland A's, they didn't walk off yesterday, but they got a win, eleven to two over the Royals, and it it was the Matthews, the Mats, Matt attack, Matt Chapman, Matt Olson, these guys leading the ways, leading the way to a win, and you know at the beginning of the season we saw a lot of struggles for Matt Chapman at the dish, you know, but but yesterday he showed that he's starting to come out of it, three for five. Three ribbies a home run. Um, of course, Matt Olson homered as well. Four for five. Four ribbies a home run. Monster day for him. He, he has a 956 OPS. He'll, he'll be in the All-Star game. We'll see him in the All-Star game. But yeah, the, the top three hitters in their lineup, Tony Kemp, Chapman, and Olsen, all just had really big days for Oakland. And yeah, they jumped all over the Royals pitching. There wasn't really any answer for, for them. James Caprellian continued to turn in stellar numbers i mean six innings 
Seven strikeouts, no no runs for him in his strong start for Oakland. So I guess that's gonna be it. That's kind of all I'll cover for now. We will we'll be back. You know, we'll be back with more. But that's gonna do it for today. Enjoy enjoy the weekend. If you guys enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.